Hello, and you are welcome for listening to the Onwest Pods and Podcast. I'm Brady, as always, doing the intro for you guys because, surprise, surprise, I wasn't actually in this episode, and Mike decided last week and this week to ruin the podcast by himself. Last week, the audio was so bad that we couldn't even use it, couldn't put one out. I know you guys are used to uh, crazy consistency and quality from us at all times, but we had to kind of sacrifice that, so I'm sorry. This week, uh, Mike did a similar thing where we had to cut the first segment, and now we're cutting right into the second segment with some uh, Anthony Davis trade talk. After that, we're going to go college football corner, then NBA Finals, and at the time of recording this, I don't even know where we end it. That's that's how exciting this podcast is. I don't even know what's coming up next. So stay tuned, strap it on, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, and we are back. And before we go into the thing that you guys haven't even known you've been missing from your lives. We got a little bit more news and got updates on what the Lakers draft picks, what the Lakers are giving up in draft picks. So, uh, Jeremy, you want to tell the people what we found out? I don't know what we found out. Bill has the information on his phone. Okay, Bill. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so, dude, I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, you just throw it to me, but that's... Uh, okay, so uh, number four pick this year, uh, which we already knew, twenty twenty one. That's a top eight protected pick, but it becomes unprotected in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty three is an unprotected swap. Twenty twenty four is an unprotected first, and twenty twenty five is an unprotected swap. Uh, I mean that. Sheesh. That is Sheesh almighty. That is a that's a you know what? That's a bad deal. For whom, Stuv? For the Lakers. I mean, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. According to Worldwide Wob, who is the foremost the, authority, the definitive, in all of this, the definitive answer. He just said, "You have LeBron. You gotta do it." I know. No, he's not. You wrong. have to no. do this. Yes, true. But like that fucks your future up. Hard. So I have. When did the Lakers I, ever give a shit about future? Yeah, the Lakers are actually vying for a spot as America's team by just yeah. putting themselves in so much debt. But like, that's the thing is like, it's like you go, okay, it's for it's worth it if you get a ring, true. But dude, it's Lakers fans. They're gonna be they're gonna be screaming. This is, I mean, this is what they did the last couple of years when they like didn't make the playoffs. No, the Lakers want they want championships. They want playoff appearances and championships. They are done with this top 10 pick shit. They don't care about the future. They don't want those picks. Those picks don't matter because they're going to win in championships. They're not going to be winning championships, but that's the idea. <laughs> well, they'll, well they'll, they'll get, they could get this coming year because Golden State's going to be bad. 
Oh, I'm scared. I'm very scared that LeBron's getting number four. What do you mean? Our only hope oh. is Kawhi. Okay, yeah. Our only hope is Kawhi ditching and going to the, the Clippers, but I don't think it's going to happen now. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, you know, I mean, June 30th. June 30th at what, 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. It's not like midnight anymore. No. That's what I, yeah, I remember, I, boy, I got some fun memories of, of last July 1st when 1201, the Bucks signed Ersan Ilyasova to a three year deal. Wait, what? Hey, <laughs> that wasn't the free agency right. I was promised. All right. Well, now that you've got that updated information, we've talked about the trade. Let's segue to the Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. And I don't like saying that. Um, didn't, weren't we going to do Bill's college football corner? I swear the rundown has um, NBA finals in it. No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, okay. Somebody messed up on the rundown and it is at the end of segment one. We are in segment two. Yeah. Well, I, I teased it. I, I teased it twice. I think. It's Bill's college football corner. Where Bill talks about college football. In a corner, because we don't know anything about college football, but Bill does. Uh, Richard Sherman, what do you think about Bill's college football corner? The best corner in the game! And Shane Sharp, what do you have to say about Bill's college football corner? An elite level corner. So take it away, Bill! Hey guys! Bill! I'm back. Bill! Your corner looking a little bare. It is a little bare. Well, you know what? It's the off season. Definitely isn't the on season. You're not wrong about that. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I've thrown back the curtains. I've let the light in. You know, dusting off the furniture. But uh, but we're back. Is there like is there kind of like a rank smell from you know just like no living thing being there for the last three months. Yeah, It's a little musty. Cause it's basically, it's just been like sweaty jock straps piled in a corner. Yeah. So it kind of just stinks up the room. Yeah. So, so what do we know? Uh, we got some, we got some news. Uh, so I, I guess I'll just start with this one. I got, I don't really, I, you know, I'll just, I'll just start from the beginning. Um, so the, the Badgers, they got a four-star linebacker out of Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii, Nick Herbig, announced his commitment over uh, several other schools in the West Coast, including his own Hawaii Warriors. Uh, wow. Yes. Wow. He's listed as the 17th best outside linebacker in the 2020 class and is the number two player out of Hawaii. Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. Why would he want to go to Wisconsin? You know what? That's a good question. That is a really good question. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you would choose. I mean, I, I, I mean, I get it. Why? I mean, Wisconsin, Madison in the summer is cool, but like Hawaii, like the West Coast. I mean, I, you know, hey man, it's like. It's more than the West Coast. It is, <laughs> it is the the West West. Well, no, Coast. but because he, he also he also um, he got offers from like UCLA and Cal and Stanford, USC. Wants to go to those garbage programs. You're not wrong. 
so that's cool news. That is some cool news out of uh, Madison. Um, also, could the transfer portal team beat Alabama? Uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> Just very yeah. definitive hot take. Well, I mean, they've got Tathan. Ooh. Yeah, not wrong. Tate, Tathan. I definitely know who Tathan is, dude. Tathan Martell. Yeah, absolutely. That's who I thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, um, I got a uh, I got a good Dabo Swinney quote quote for you guys. Ooh, I was like a good Dabo Swinney quote. Yeah, so I'm sure you guys are all aware. Uh, Dabo Swinney went to Alabama as a player. Uh, I think he's from there, so he's you know, it's it's a little little awkward for him now when he goes back there because he's you know he's winning winning rings over them in Clemson, right? Yeah. So he said, quote, I think it was all fun and games early on. It was, you know, oh, isn't that sweet and all that stuff. I don't know about walls, but I am kind of like Osama bin Dabo. Swinney said with a wall. <laughs> what? Osama bin Dabin. Wait, hold on. Did he really call himself Osama bin Dabo? Yes, he did. I have more. <laughs> if you would like me to continue. Please. Uh, quote, I have to navigate my way through the caves and back channels to make my way through Alabama these days. <laughs> they aren't as happy to see me, but it's all good. It's a good problem. <laughs> what did he just do? Uh, he compared himself to a terrorist leader. Positively. <laughs> well, that's something that just, you know, that, that could... There's nothing that can go wrong with that. I'm trying to spin this for him, and I don't know how to do it. Uh, I don't think you can. Maybe maybe he is getting himself in the mindset of someone who terrorizes the rest of, of the rest of the ACC and then also the SEC in the future. That's a good – that's maybe. But um, you know what? I really don't want to do this to Dabo, but uh, Dabo, bad take. Ooh. Did you just really hit him with My a bad, bad take, take? Dabo Swinney. Oh, Jesus. I, we need a sound I, bad take or like sound bite. Yes. Yeah, we I, do. You know what? I bad taked Osama, Osama bin Dabo. I will not call him anything but Osama bin Dabo for the rest you of can't. his life. No, I mean, that's, he called himself Osama, Osama bin right. Dabo. One doesn't simply navigate the caves in Alabama without becoming Osama bin Dabo. No, you you just can't. It's it's physically impossible. On top of that, what what is his currency? Because Osama bin Laden, you know, has a currency of oil. Like that's his bargaining chip. What does Osama bin Dab bin Dabble have? Uh, blue chips. It's <laughs> 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 so good. Adam, ring. I can't Rings. believe it. All right, uh, Bill, anything else from the college football corner and Osama bin Dabble? Uh, no, it's all quiet on the Western front. All right. God damn it. We're going to sneak in here a couple minutes of talk about the NBA finals. Um, Jer- Jeremy, what did you think? Because, okay, so the Raptors win game six, and there were a lot of things that went on du- during the game. What, what did you – what was the most important thing that you – saw or wanted to talk about from the game from the game like game six yeah i mean it it's clay thompson right 
has to be Clay Thompson. He was, yeah, I think he was fireball, mega game six claim top Clay Thompson again, and then I I don't want to play this like it's blaming injuries, but Clay having the game he was having and just that extra person to stop the Toronto Raptors from running a middle school box in one on Steph Curry, that was it. That was it. Like they were a box in one. I want to give a few of the bullet points I had from the entirety of the series, just like thoughts I sent to a friend that I thought were actually a pretty decent, concise list of bullet points. But Clay going down was, it was just the icing on the most disgusting cake I've ever seen. I put for the entirety of the series, Kawhi Leonard is incredible. Use any number of adjectives you want. He's, he's just stellar, incredible, amazing, stupendous. Um, I don't care about Kyle Lowry and I don't have to. Um, this series was amazing. Game five was an all-timer, like all-timer, at least in this uh, century since 2000. Um, it deserved to go seven. It was amazing. It deserved to go seven. Clay tearing his ACL was the worst because it could have gone seven with him, and then whatever happens there happens. That's the worst part about it is that I'm not saying the Raptors won because of injuries. I'm saying this deserved to have both teams have a shot at a game seven with a healthy Clay Thompson. And – Clay Tom or Kevin Durant is immortal. He's officially immortal by everybody. You're not allowed to make fun of him anymore, guys. No more making fun of Kevin Durant. And the Raptors took a chance, made some ballsy ass moves, and it paid off. They won the goddamn championship after doing exactly what I was talking about today. How the Celtics shouldn't trade Jason Tatum for a guy that might leave them next year. Take the guy, win the championship, and then maybe he stays. But you also have to win the championship for that to happen, and that's so easy to do. Jeremy and Bill, can I ask you guys a question? I don't think uh, I consumed quite a bit of of sports media after the after Game Six. I did, can I, I ask I, you guys or after Game Five? I'm so, yeah, you can't. Sorry, I I sat around all day and only consumed sports media. I'm with. Okay, so let so let me know if you heard this take anywhere or and it's not really a take; it's a question. But I want to go back to the Kevin Durant injury because we just haven't really had a chance to talk about it on the podcast. So, do you guys think that? Given even a 25% chance that Kevin Durant snaps his Achilles, because I want to paint it to you in this way. Kevin Durant, his biggest money makers are not, is not whichever team pays him the most amount of money. He's like doing a bunch of stuff in tech. He has big shoe contracts. The thing that's obviously most important to Kevin Durant is validation, right? And if you come back, and you play the last three games and you win the championship for your team, that is it. Like you have shut the book on everyone talking smack about you. And like you did the LeBron thing, like you showed that the team needed you, you get all the validation in the world that you want. Right? So if you told him before the game that there's a, only a 25% chance that you, that he snaps his Achilles, do you think it's actually worth it for him to play? I'm going to go first. I'm going to first say um, 25% seems high, and you're saying only. This, just some, this is semantics right now. but Sure, but I'm saying 25% purposely like because that's a number that's like reasonably one out of four times you are going to snap your Achilles. Is it worth it to try? Because if you succeed and you get that validation, I'm gonna give you, that is exactly what I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. Depending on your mindset – 
the, the, but I'm talking about Kevin Durant's the mindset. The real answer is, I just I don't think it is. If he must have thought that 75 percent chance was closer to like a 98 percent chance because he had multiple people backing him. He talked to everybody in his inner circle. He talked to the Warriors. He talked to doctors. He talked to Rich Kleiman. He talked to his crew. But I'm not even talking about that. He thought it was good enough to go out and play. And I think that he wanted that. He wanted to go out and win for his team. But him getting hurt that bad, that's a huge injury. That is a massive injury. Like you said, money's going to come. He's going to get paid this summer, but he may never be the same. I don't know if it's worth it to him. I think he wanted That's the question I'm asking. Really, really is like is, is to that win that series? But is it but is it worth it for your legacy to take that risk for your legacy because the payoff for Kevin Durant's legacy is giant. It's a giant payoff, and he suffered the worst of catastrophic injuries. His legacy, for it. though, when you bring but up this he... word "legacy," that is already there. And as a and, and as a person who Kevin Durant is, he doesn't even think about his legacy. He doesn't do that. See, he no, says no, no, that. No, 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 he no, says no, that. No, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get all, uh, I guess, uppity on you. But from the Six podcasts he's had with Bill Simmons. That is the most genuine he's ever been. He does not care about his legacy. He's just a guy that used basketball, saved his life. Basketball is the only thing he loves. He just wants to play basketball. He doesn't care about how many points he's scored, the, like the most points he scored. He wants to be Mr. Consistent. He's, he said, as I quote, he was asked, what is... He's like, what was the most points you remember? The, what's the most points you ever scored? He said, I mean, I think I had like that 60 plus at Rocker Park that one time, but like, I don't really care. I just, I just want that. He's like, I want to be able to score like 30 points for like a month straight. Just like stuff like that. He doesn't care about the legacy thing. He cares he about doesn't... his image, but not his legacy. This, it's the same no, thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. Your legacy, he's already, Jeremy. He's already pl- painted his legacy. He's already cemented his legacy in the NBA. This injury, Jeremy, he doesn't care so much that he has like, he had burners. That's how much that's he doesn't care. Thing. Legacy is not image. But it's this. It's the. It has still has the same idea. Like the same idea exists for him that if he succeeds in this, it boosts his image. I'll change we're the just word. Thinking legacy in the different terms, but I know what you're saying now. Is it worth it to go out there just to shut up your haters? He must have right. thought it. He must right. have thought it was because he went out, and now he is immortal. And that's why I was saying the second part answer to us: him just going out and playing was all we needed. Which whether he wins, he wins, and if he gets injured, he wins in our eyes. Which that's not what he's thinking. But to get to your original question, I mean, he must have thought it was worth it because he went out there, clearly thought he was healthy. He was jumping around, jumping around, doing his little little dances. Uh, I heard from a few people, you know, he does that little cross dance, gets his full flexion in his heel, feeling really great. And then he just, you don't expect that to happen. And he was told by many people, you will not re-injure the same thing. And like, they just, they did not assume Achilles. This is just the most complex thing that we are, I am not capable of diluting toward. I don't know. It's sure, very hard. Sure. It's so much to it. That's why this finals is so weird to me. 
That's right. Well, all right. We'll be back on the other side. Hey, uh, uh, Bill, thank you for all your basketball takes. You're welcome. On the on the record. Yeah, we're back. We're we're back. Oh, we're back yeah. now. Okay, cool. Way to way to just really cold open. That uh, well, but this is even, Brady. Uh, Brady can cut stuff for us. You can just go in whenever. Okay, so earlier today when Mike and I were kind of not really getting, we were just kind of just talking. We didn't think there was going to be a podcast, so we did our own podcast over the phone. <laughs> it wasn't really a podcast. We we're just we we're just shooting the breeze. <laughs> Um, so Mike had called Natterdays cause we were talking about, cause he said he was, he was saying he really like, he was just, he had cracked open a Natterday and he was just, he was just like, Oh my God, this is so good. It's, it's so, it's just tastes so delicious or whatever. And then he was saying it was like the Raptors. Um, and then, um, I had said it was, I said it was like, like if, if the, if a Natterday is like the Raptors, then a natural light is like the Raptors pre Kawhi. Cause they're like kind of shitty. Right. And and the and reason I, the reason I said that they were the Raptors was because I said, uh, Mick Golden was the, the healthy warriors. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what it was. And like, if Mick Golden had a couple of injuries to key players, nat- natural lights, Natterdays could take them down. Yeah. It started off as a B ranking and then it, it kind of evolved into, uh, NBA teams as beers, so that's kind of the game. that's kind of the game we're playing. And so we have a start of a list, Jeremy, and and we'll have Bill read you the list. But we want to we want to do a couple more teams with you and the uh, for the listeners. Okay. So uh, so Miller Lite, I said that's the Miami Heat. Um, Explain to him why. Well, it's because um, Miller Lite, uh, it's a classic. Very popular, um, something that like everyone drinks, but also uh, it's bad. So like it's kind of like the Heat, how they have the notoriety. They've got they've got it's like Miami, the Heat. Everyone knows them, but the Miami's actually a bad team. So I have a different take for Miller Lite, and I'm going to go homegrown. Um, it's definitely the Bucks. Wow, I had a different thing for the Bucks. We people- went we went way different on the Bucks, but go ahead because it's. Well, Milwaukee, it's Wisconsin, it's Miller Lite, it's Miller Park, all that. And they have a richer history than the Miami Heat. They've been along for forever. The Bucks have championship pedigree from the 1970s. They've been around. Miller Lite was one of the first. It was one of the original beers. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like the Bucks. They were, they were trash for a while. They came back. People like them again. They rebrand. You know what? And now they're you know what? Like that's really good. Draft and I really like it's a good take, dude. Yeah, it's a good take. Really good, yeah. yeah. People forget the Bucks were like a good team in the seventies and won championships and had Kareem. Who did we have the Bucks as, Bill? We I actually had, I had the Bucks as White Claw. Because, oh, no, no, no. Listen to this. This well, is, we well, have a good reason because because it was basically like White Claw is like like one of the first in like the the hard seltzers. And it was basically like there wasn't anything there, and then it just exploded, and like now everyone like all of a sudden it's good. 
and everyone likes it. So it's kind of like how like the it's kind of like the Bucks were like with, stuck with Jason Kidd and they weren't really doing anything and no one really cared about them. And then they're like Mike Boonholzer, and then sixty wins and they're everywhere and you can't escape Giannis. That's fair. I I still like mine better, but I like that's, yours. No, that's very that's fine. Um, this is why we brought yes, you on because there's there has to be a discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's discourse. Uh, so we said we had uh, the New York Knicks are red dog. They're just shitty, and everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's like happy about them yeah, being crappy. Like, like, it's like everyone, it's is. kind of like like in college when you first started drinking, and you're like, "Hey, man, I'll drink red dog. Red dog's fine. You know, whatever." That's kind of like when Mello was on the Knicks, and then yep. now it's like you kind of ironically you're liking it. You're like, "Dude, remember? Like, remember when Mello was on the Knicks?" And it was fun, and you're drinking Red Dog, and you're like, oh, dude, you know what? I want a Red Dog. You're drinking Red Dog? Throwing it back? <laughs> TBT. Um, all right, next one. Uh, the Celtics, Paps Blue Ribbon. Oh, uh, I can dig it. You know, very good, very good early on. Winners, won awards lately. Dog shit. Won the Blue Ribbon Award? Won the Blue Ribbon lately. Haven't been very good. You know, they just—they're only known for the blue ribbon, right. and even if they're bad, people are just like, "Hey, but it's the—but uh, it's the Celtics, '86." Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what we said. That's exactly um, right. The next one, uh, I'm gonna let Mike explain this one. Uh, the Spurs. Oh, I'm so glad. I was hoping that you were gonna let me explain it the because Spurs? here's the thing. Well, let me I just don't... let me just let me give it to Jeremy, and then I'll let you explain. So, okay, the San Antonio okay. Spurs are spotted cow. And I don't, Jeremy. Do you like Spotted Cow, or are you like a hater of Spotted oh, Cow? I, it gets lost. I like it, but man, you guys need to chill with the Spotted Cow thing. Like people come states over to pick up Spotted Cow. Okay, yeah. See, this is this is right. So the way that I looked at the Spurs was, if Spotted Cow is at the party that you're at, it's gonna be always a good beer. Now it might not be the best beer at the party, but it's going to be a really really good beer, and there are going to be parties where it's the best beer, right? The Spurs are going to be good every single year, no matter what's going on. And every once in a while, they're the best team in the league. I'm going to – it's like the same thing, but because of one sentence, it's going to change it up. They're, I'll agree with the, the new Glarus. The spot, well, it's not Spotted Cow. It's new Glarus, Mike. It's, it can be like new Glarus because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to liken it akin to lining cows. I think Kugel's a little bit more because Spot New Glarus is like only New Glarus is only Wisconsin, but Lining Kugels can be everywhere because New Glarus has this little complex about them where they can only be in Wisconsin. Everything <laughs> Lining Kugels is like we have the same core. It's Lining Kugels, but we have many different iterations of it. As long as we have our core of Manu, Tony, and Tim, we have all these different people around them, and we're going to be transcendent for decades. Fair. fair. Okay, fair. next one. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, Miller High Life. Oh, I, I know I have something good for the Lakers. I know I have something good for the Lakers. Bill, you, well, you want to explain this one? You know, the I mean, High Life, it's the champagne of beers. The Lakers, I mean, you know, the Lake Show. They're winning all the time. They got rings. It's magic. It's all that. It's. I have nothing to was, counteract it. Yeah, they're the Lake Show. Well, and everybody it, hates them, even though they're totally right. good. I've never really had high life to have. I never had enough high lives to. I mean, you're drinking MGD. You're not that far away. I'm a high life. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, R.I.P. So the My Life Guy. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, the Detroit Pistons or UV Blue? <laughs> oh. This is so good. This is such a good one. Jeremy, your thoughts. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went up, We went off the board. <laughs> I mean, they're Wild basically card. Siberia. <laughs> so, Jeremy, this is why I said UV Blue. The Pistons had the Pistons team that won the championship, and that's like your first week at college when you discover mixed drinks, and it's UV Blue and Mountain Dew, and it's really great for that short period of time, but now you can't even look at it without trying to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the Detroit Pistons are. (laughs) Okay. I need to, I need to, I don't know if you guys thought this one out, but I need a Timberwolves one off the top of your head. What's a Timberwolves? This is what I wanted to talk to you about. I told Bill that I wanted to talk to you about the Timberwolves and the Bulls and the Jazz. Ooh. Okay. Um, I don't have a Timberwolves one, but it has to be something extremely homegrown that like it has it has to be something that's always trying, always trying new things, always trying and fails miserably all the time. I wouldn't say trying new things. The Timberwolves never try new things. They are just the same mom and pop shop everywhere. So it needs to be like aside from yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Timberwolves are just Bud Light. I mean the rock. They trade for Jimmy? Okay, now they're Bud Light Lime. Cool, they're still gross. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That's so they're good. They're just Bud Light, yeah. Timberwolves are just homely. Every Bud Light's everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, they're boring. Okay, uh, the 76ers are Stella. Okay, and, and I had this okay. one. So Stella... It's it's kind of a you know it's a it's a foreign beer, um, you know it's kind of out there if you're like you know as in the scale of light beers. Um, Does it have history? Yeah, it's got. They're big into the process. Um, you know, it they're good, not great. Um, you know, they're all about changing people's sure. regulars, you know, like, Hey, this is how you regularly built view sports. This is how you regularly take in alcohol. Like the, like the exactly, commercial with the dude. Exactly. They're, trying, he has to, white they're trying to be the new normal. Our toast. They're, they're like the fancy people. Like they're like, Oh, I drink Stella. Oh, I'm like, they think that they're like, if you understand the 76ers process, you're like a better fan than other fans. And if you drink Stella Artois, you are like a better beer drinker than other Artois. Drink, beer drinkers. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think about the bulls? Colt 45. Just, just straight malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Grit and grind malt okay. liquor. I like that. Twos and twos. And That's twos. so good. That's Taking so good. Twos at okay, a time. so we talked about Natterday Nat, Nat, Nat Light, so we don't need to rehash that. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, I can talk about Natterday. Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of we introduced it with that, so I don't know if there's much to uh, go over with that. Um, Mike, would you like to explain That's what right. the Mavs are? That's right. Ooh, so this is a pretty good one. Uh, I said that, Jeremy, the Dallas Mavericks are shock top because shock top, you're going to have like spurts of 
like nights when you drink shock top and it's really good, but the other nights it's just disgusting. And that's kind of what happens with the Dallas Mavericks. Like they just have like spurts of greatness. Also, they shoot their oh. shot every summer in free agency, and they still land DeAndre Jordan and Matthews. people over the hill, and then they occasionally will get their their guy. That's right. And so when they're bad, it's really bad. But when they're good, it's fantastic. When they're flowing, when you got you know some shock top flowing. That's a really good like, night. And that's like when the Dallas Mavericks are winning the NBA championship. Like this year? When they're bad, with, uh, it's when they're getting Luka? knocked out in the first not, round by the Warriors. They're not great overall, but man, the shot top tasting pretty pretty okay right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's going to be the future. A, I went to a Timberwolves wow. Mavericks game. I had some good shock top Especially that they, night. They, you know, the Mavs, they could have they exactly. uh, Chris Middleton in free agency. That, that shock top is going to get a little bit colder. But Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill, not to get off topic for more than 30 oh. seconds, but with all these injuries, oh, how's it's, my, I mean, how's he's my Middleton get, to Golden he's State? He's going to get like a double max at this point. Oh, he's going to Golden State. Um, I So you said the Jazz, Mike. Yeah, I was going to bring it up to you, the Jazz. I didn't think about it too much until I just kind of thought about it right now, and it's takey. But the Jazz... Mm. Or Red's Apple Ale. I like that. Can't take too much of them, or I get yeah, sick. It is a little. It is a little takey, but I can't watch. Yeah, too it's much. the. I mean, yeah, it's like the like it on on paper. Like you look at it, you see the commercials for it. You're like, you know what? This looks pretty good. Like this looks. I I can enjoy this. And then you watch them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet for a couple couple two games, two beers. And then, yeah. And then, then you're watching like, like you're I watch them in the playoffs, stomachs. and you're like, what is going on? Even the '90s jazz, God, wow. Carl Malone, stomach. Wow, Bill, I didn't think, you say that you what you thought the jazz um, were? No, because I think well, I had the jazz as some. I don't remember who, to be honest, but I remember changing it, so I don't. You remember. had you had you had the jazz as water. Oh, that's right. I was a morning girl. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> It's uh, if it's not if it's not water, it's it's three point two percent light. Feel free, uh, listeners, to shoot us a tweet with basketball teams that you think are beer. If we have any listeners who also have Twitter, if we have any listeners at yeah, all, that's uh, at on Wisconsin. That's at on Wisconsin. All right, we're gonna be back with segments. All right, and we are back. We are going to get to some segments in just a second. But first, uh, if you've noticed, I, I, right around the end of the first segment, start of the second segment, uh, I really struggled. And it's a combination of me just being normally bad. And also, uh, Jeremy's dad had a lot of real estate in my head. He had sent me a text that I can't reveal on air, but uh, I, I, it, I was struggling for a while there. But I actually just got another text from Jeremy's dad and I'm not quite sure what it means and it's about sports and he wanted me to report it. Wow. Uh, Jim wanted me to report this on the podcast. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to report it and sports then I'm going to ask confirming. Jeremy, right. I'm going to ask Jeremy to decipher it and then give his take. Okay. 
So, uh, Jeremy, you ready? Yeah. All right. Here, quote, report this, four dots. Whoa. Thankfully, the two minor league redhead sports have crowned their champions so we can focus on real sports. Bring on the W's in training camp. Oh, so. I know what that is. We're definitely talking World Series and Super Bowl right now. Yeah. We are. And yep. I and he, he just called the NBA the redhead kid sport. Oh, oh man. He's, he's not happy with this Bulls team. He does not watch a lot of basketball right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so do you number seven oh, right yeah. what is that you got number seven right in the that's your pick in the yep unless we're unless we're aggressively trading for number four which brings me to a quick point reading basic things on twitter throwing lori into a trade for number four Mm-mm. not cool <laughs> not, of anybody that's not, not cool that is not Cool. Trade anybody else. He should be the only untouchable. So you you'd give up anyway. you give up Levine for four? I'm sorry. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm in the middle of this. I'm right in the beginning of this. Like Zach Levine could be good. He could build around him type of thing. If you trade sure. him now, I have no investment. If I go sure. another season, it's like man, we really hang on to him. Man, he could be something. Wait till he's yeah. 27. No, I don't yeah. want to do that. You, if you're gonna you, trade him. You got to sell early. You can't sell late. Anyway, yeah, he's absolutely sold, hooked, baited, bait, hook, line, and sinker on Bears Super Bowl. That's the goal this year. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs are like going to be fun. They're going to make the playoffs. That's what they do. Even if it's a one game playoff, Bill, Bill <laughs> I didn't even um, say anything. <laughs> you walked yourself uh, right yeah. into that corner, sir. We're, we're focused on Super Bowl. He is focused on Super Bowl. All right, let's get into the segments. Uh, let's start out with the stat of the day because we're a sports podcast. We obviously have to have a stat of the day. And Jeremy wanted to drop some Kawhi stats on us, so we're going to start with you, J-Mac. I mean, I got a couple. I can, If you want, I can, say, I can say one, and then you guys give a stat, and then I'll say another one, and then maybe Mike gives a stat, and then I'll give another one. We'll, just, we'll go back and forth. Cause sure. Let's do that, yeah. Let's match. Yeah, not bad. So – Kawhi Leonard, you're looking at just the most basic statistic there is in just points per game. Here's a list of every player since 1984 to average more playoff points per game than Kawhi Leonard on a championship team. Kawhi Leonard scored 30.5 points per game. The other, I guess, there's only three people, but there was about seven instances, no, eight, you have Michael Jordan in 1993, 92, 98, 91, 97, and 96. Scored more than 30.5 points per game through an entire playoffs and winning a championship. The other ones we had were Hakeem Olajuwon in 1995, scoring 33, and Shaquille O'Neal in 2000, scoring 30.7. This article was by Zach Cram of The Ringer because we definitely didn't mention who we were talking about the last time. We should mention her name right now. Um, Haley O'Shaughnessy. Incredible, incredible gal. Poor very, very Haley. Is she, is, she, is she related to the other O'Shaughnessy in Boston? Dan O'Shaughnessy? No. Yeah. She, God, I hope not. From Louisville. Okay, Louisville. I gotcha. All right. Louisville. I would uh, Dan O'Shaughnessy on site. Bill, your stat of the day. Okay, Mr. Swallowed the Mic. 
Good Lord. Um, okay, this, only 10 players have recorded at least 1,000 points on less than 2,400 minutes, at least 200 three-point attempts, a two-point percentage of at least 48.5%, and a win shares per 48, per 48 of at least 0.122. Okay? 10 players. Okay. LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, Joel Embiid, Kyrie. That's five. The other yep. five? The other five players, Giannis, Middleton, Brogdon, Bledsoe, and Lopez. Wow. Well, man, I don't know what to tell you, Steph. Don't lie. Wow. All right. Another Kawhi stat. We're on to win shares at Brady, at Brady Kaiser. Win shares. He's sharing wins with his dumb teammates. So, according to the article, another all-encompassing statistic is win shares, which divvies up credit for a team's victories proportional to each player's contribution. By this measure, Leonard is deemed responsible for 4.9 win shares in these playoffs. That's the sixth best, the sixth best, that I repeat, sixth best mark for any player since 1984, behind only Tim Duncan in 03, Dirk Nowitzki in 06, LeBron James in 2012, 13, and 18. Playing and then Kawhi is sixth with 4.9. Players since 2003 have some advantage here. The first round expanded from best of five to best of seven that year. So, everybody past 2003, sorry, Hakeem. Um, you had more games to play. Whoa. Uh, win shares are the Canada of stats. Thank you. Please explain. Well, I mean, they're all here sharing wins. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the Canada of stats. Keep up. The Karl Marx of stats? Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, so my stat of the day, I'm sticking with the dope stats. Uh, Harrison Barnes Ew. shot 0.420%. No, I lied. Four two zero percent from the field this year could be point four two zero. That'd be really bad. Did you know? Oh, I got another fun Harrison Barnes stat for you. Yes, Harrison Barnes. His average speed as he drove thirty miles was forty two miles an hour. <laughs> That's a funny stat. All right, do you got one more Kawhi Leonard uh, stat for us? I do. I do. This one among all players with at least. 10 playoff games in a season since 1984, not just the champions, the top eight game scores, and 10 of the top 11 along to either Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Great, historically so, but he's not Jordan or James in terms of full game impact. You're right, he's better. (laughs) I mean, we got to put it, we got to get the positives and negatives of the historical context. No, really, really good. Really, really good and great, but not Jordan LeBron great. Nope, only let's, the good. Let's appreciate it, but let's not overhype it. All right, so we're going to move on to uh, our It's Season season. I am going to start off our It's Season season. It is headwear season season. Sure. All the boys in the podcast are wearing headwear. Jeremy has a Rafael Nadal uh, maybe Rafael. Roger Federer. He looks like he looks like he could be Rafa's stunt double right now. He could, he could. He has like the he had Jeremy has longer hair right now. He has it slicked back a little yeah. bit with a big fat tennis headband. Looks fantastic. Bill's back here, still wearing snapback hats, and then I'm coming over the top with a do rag 
that also doubles as like a like remember those like book covers book that cover. you had? It is a book cover. Like, it's not a do rag. Well, it's it doubles. It's a it's a do rag no, book cover. So as a book cover, it's 2019. It has to be versatile to like continue to exist. So I'm sorry to head shame you. Well, yeah, we should be we should try to be kinder because it is headwear season season. Okay, can I go so, next? I mean, yeah, you can. Okay. Uh, the women's uh, soccer has started or something. So it's uh, oh, pretend Bill, to care about that. soccer season. Oh. Um, bad I mean, take. It's bad take. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Bad take. Let's be honest. Okay bad take. World Cup? Bad take. No, I'm not saying that I'm pretending to care about soccer because it I'm sounds just, like you're really trying to double back on you not being a misogynistic asshole. No, because I'm just not caring. I'm not even pretending to care. I'm just not caring. But they build the sky beat the fever tonight. Okay, that's fine. I'm just saying this is for the people. This is like this is like St. Patrick's Day when everyone is Irish. It's like okay, you know, <laughs> like not everyone's Irish. Also, not everyone is a U.S. Women's National Team fan. Like it's it's okay but, you to not be a fan of a team for a sport. But Bill's not even trying to just bad take. He's he's trying to loud bad take. He's wow. doubling down. Loud wrong. Wow. All right, that's Jeremy, you're at season season. So I technically have two. Oh my god! This guy with but they pair together. They pair together. It is one unlistenable audio season. <laughs> uh oh. Oh. Call, hey, don't call my guy like that. Because my season season last week was it's baseball season because I didn't think we were going to do one this week. Turns out we did, but it also turns out we didn't have one last week because it never got put out. Oh. Uh, hand hey, up, bad hey, audio, hey, tough scene. I got a, uh, I got a uh, audio meme for you guys. Okay. Uh, you can't reuse a season, season twice if you only do it once. And I'm tapping, my, I'm tapping my head as I say that. Me too. I like that. I'm smart. All right, all right. Let's pour one out, Jeremy. You're pour one out. Oh man, pour one out for my boy Steph. Needed Ooh. that Finals MVP. Now he doesn't have two of his boys next year. He's gonna be on no man's land. They're going to be a 40-win team. Maybe not, but I mean, Jesus. Well, I love the guy. Deserve more. All right. Uh, Bill? Um, okay. So this is coming from um, – I want to make sure I get the name right. Ben Mehik? Mehik? I'm not really sure. Uh, he writes for the uh, for the Washington Wizards SB Nation site. Anyway, okay. uh, he said – the Wizards have the ninth overall pick in this year's draft. To my knowledge, my being Ben's, uh, none of the players projected to go in the top ten have worked out for the team. The draft is this Thursday. <laughs> so throwing out for the Wizards. Wow. All right, my poor one out is going to be for Ray Lewis. Uh oh. Uh, and the reason we're poor one out for Ray Lewis hard. is because he is n- he is no longer the most popular. Proven innocent murderer uh-huh. on Twitter uh-huh. because OJ Simpson joined Twitter this Who's week. Back? So Ray Lewis, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So uh, we're pouring one out for Ray Lewis. Uh, he is no longer the most popular proven innocent murderer on Twitter. God damn it! All right. So lastly, never forget, Jeremy. You're never forget. Never forget. Kawhi Leonard got injured last year with Zaza Pachulia. The revenge tour is over. Wow. Oh, wow. Man, the revenge tour was crazy. <laughs> Dynasty killer. Uh, I'll go. 
Um, never forget uh, the Lakers basically said no to this exact same trade at the deadline, and then they did the trade like three months later. Well, all right. Uh, it, yeah. My we're gonna have to keep. We're gonna have to keep it's about to lie. My never forget is uh well I can't really spot the lie I was like trying to spot it there and so that's why it took so much time there's such a large gap that Brady is absolutely gonna edit for us uh my spot or my my spot the lie my- <laughs> hey that is a good new segment spot the lie hey I do like that write that down write that down uh, all right my 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 never forget is although it's hard to forget because he is so far out of contention. Never forget that Tiger Woods won the Masters in the year 2019. That's that's it, I guess. That's our show. Yeah, is I it, forget other majors actually matter. It's just Augusta. Yeah, yeah. That really, that's it. Gary Gary Woodland is in the lead. You, I, I've never even heard of that person. Did you guys see that video of uh, Brooks Kepka snapping a a wedge over his thigh? I did. No. Oh, yeah, he uh, he was in the deep stuff right off the green, and I don't know if he hit it fat or what happened, but the he hit it and the ball went maybe six inches, and he immediately just took it and snapped it over his thigh, and kind of and handed it to his caddy. And before the caddy even had it, his caddy already had a brand new wedge for him. <laughs> Brooks Kip. Oh man! All right, that's our show. Uh, Bill, you want to talk to the people about the voicemail and then yeah. we'll let them go? So, um, I'm sorry. I'm watching. I just watched Rizzo just put one into low earth orbit against Kenley Jansen. You're damn right. He did. Uh, wow. That was a moonshot as they say. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, we are not sponsored, but we'd like to be. So anchor dropped the bag. We, uh, we all record all our podcasts on anchor. Um, so a new thing you can do on Anchor is um, for all of our listeners, our many, many, many various listeners out there uh, on the internets, uh, you guys can leave a voicemail um, for us. I don't know. You can talk, maybe give us your takes, give us stuff you want to hear. Talk to us about a talk, team that's I mean, like a beer. Honestly, anything. We will. We welcome any and all voicemails. Uh, 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 Brady, you're going to put a link for this in the bio. Uh, for this coming episode when you put that out. So uh, please do that. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Or, I'm sorry. You guys are welcome for listening, and we will see you next week. Yeah.